the groom and the bride, most of the time they haven't done other weddings before. You're very unstable in, in terms of like what to do next, how to go about it. So you need people that are really confident. It was worth every penny. Honestly, we talk about what would we not have spent. We talk about like like napkins and things like that, that you get lost in the minutia and you're like the food and the DJ and the wedding help, 100% you have to. Don't worry about the white horse. ladies, welcome to season three of B3 Podcast, Boss Babies and Bottles. And for those of you that are new here, my name is Jessica with a Y. I'm a twin mom, wedding and event planner, entrepreneur, and for today, your drinking buddy. May that be coffee or wine, depending on the time of day. Here I get real with you and talk about all things mom life, building your business, and event planning. What I've loved most about my first two seasons with you guys is that I've gotten to meet some amazing women and moms that are just like me, just trying to do their best in life. I've also been able to get super real with you all on my life and motherhood in general. So join me this season as I go through the twins' first birthday and what it's like to be a mom of twin free toddlers. I'll also be having some amazing special guests and going through some of my best wedding planning stories too. So grab your favorite bottle or drink and let's get this party started. Welcome to today's episode of Boss Babies and Bottles B3. Today, I have a special guest. I have actually one of my EBJ grooms, not EBJ brides, Mr. Enrique. Thank you so much for joining, aka Red. I know that's what you go by. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me. Thank you. You are definitely welcome. So we have so much that I want to talk about for sure. So your wedding was definitely one of those that had the three different locations. You got ready in a hotel, you got married in a church, you had a reception in a different venue, you had the large bridal party. You guys literally had the works. One of those really big um, and absolutely beautiful weddings. So thank you for joining me today, first and foremost. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It was a big wedding, but we did have, it wasn't like the budget was endless. We, we had to make decisions. This is like true. We were, we were paying for our own wedding. I mean, we had some family help, but we were, it was hard because I, I, I'm the, the oldest of 20 cousins just on my mom's side. My mom's the oldest of eight kids. So it didn't matter how you slice that pie. We were going to have like 200 guests. Yeah. That's how it is on my husband's side too. His dad is one of nine. And he has, I don't even think I've ever counted how many cousins there are. I mean, when you have a big family like that. And, and then the other thing was like, I, I'm born and raised in Miami and we did the wedding in Miami. So everyone in the friends, right, right. It just adds up. <laughs> yep. That's exactly how, how we felt about it too. We thought about doing destination too, because you know, you're like, Oh, cut half the people, if not more, but I couldn't do that. The reality is the more people, the better for me. That's, that's how crazy masochistic I am in my event planning. So I put here, I didn't really remember, but I feel like you guys found me just randomly online on like the knot or something random like that. I searched wedding planners on Google. And so I, I, uh, I know, you know, I saw you, you on Google is like, it's your toughest critic. It's true. So you do one bad wedding or one bad review and uh, you know, you, somebody will write the worst things about you. And so I found you because, and I was curious, I was more curious than anything. You had no bad reviews. And I know. You said I found that one actually like call. a year later. You did what a year later? I found a bad review because I, I actually went back. I'm like, this is because I was recommending you to a friend. And I was like, does she still have maybe she because I, I told my friends like she doesn't have a bad review. There's no way. And so I look and mind you, you lived no. up to the hype because our wedding went. I mean, 
No, you can't control weather. You can't control bickering moms or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, honestly, like considering, you know, an event and how much goes into it. I mean, you guys, you guys knocked it out for us. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm interested in this bad review because I've never seen it. Actually, you know what? I take it back. Yes. One from like to it. four or five years ago. Yes. But it was a gentleman that I never serviced. We have no idea. So we're currently in dispute with Google on that. Because it was never anybody that I ever did an event for. I don't well, you responded. Know. You said, I think you have me confused with, uh, I don't know what it was. Yeah, it's I somebody I've never done an event for. Yeah. I have one bad review out there on Google. Sucks. Uh, but I remember but that question. Huh? That's how you picked me. I know. I remember. Yeah, I, remember was... I actually physically, rem- I, and I have such bad memory, but I remember this. I remember you getting on the phone. You'd be like, so what's this hype? Like you have no bad reviews. And I was like, well, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what is the hype? I don't know. If they're gonna say something bad you're just you just cut off their internet you're like no nah, you're not you're not <laughs> well I, I always like to say and I really do feel this way I feel very blessed to have really amazing couples because I've really I mean obviously there are things I can't control and obviously you know I'm not saying that every wedding goes 100% perfect because that's never true but I feel like I can handle things well and my couples are are just really amazing people and that helps me do my job so so I appreciate it, but yes, I am still all five star over a hundred something reviews in almost every location. So I'm growing, I'd love to say. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So you guys got married literally right before the pandemic, February 22, 2020. I was huge and pregnant. I do want to point that out with my twins and we still nailed it. So that's good. You were pregnant with twins and my wife is a twin. Yes. Twin. There was a lot of uh, serendipity happening. We beat the buzzer with COVID. Our honeymoon did get canceled. Like we, we ended up doing oh. a honeymoon in the Caribbean. We had like this whole thing through Thailand booked. I remember. And when I looked at Thailand on a map uh, for March, it was all red. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I was even going to, I was still going to do it, but be a... Uh, <laughs> The, the, the voice of reason the voice of reason uh yeah, your bride said, all right no i'm not gonna do it we decided to do actually but you know we started a good honeymoon we, we did uh turks and caicos oh well, hey that's because at the time every, you know it wasn't that all travel was canceled it's just like don't go to the far east yeah and exactly. So, so we decided to do that and then came back but yeah we beat the buzzer with the wedding it was you uh, guys really did and so I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, just like picking the right caterer because I feel like that makes a big difference. Obviously, when you do your wedding at a hotel, you have to use their food. But in your case, we did a reception at Douglas Entrance, which is a beautiful place um, in Coral Gables that you have to bring in everything ourselves. Like it literally is from scratch. And you guys started off with actually starting to plan on your own and then brought me in somewhere in the planning process. Yeah. And you wanted to go for a coordination, but somehow I, I feel like I convinced you to go for a partial planning here. So it's funny because like I studied hospitality, but that doesn't mean you actually do hospitality. Like, so I studied hospitality. I actually. You're a jack of all trades, Enrique. You're a jack of all <laughs> yeah, trades. But I studied hospitality. But if you talk to somebody that actually works in hospitality, you don't really learn hospitality unless you're unless in you're on the events, field. restaurants. <laughs> so, Yeah. I studied hospitality, so I was like, I can swag this. I can do a wedding. Like, <laughs> so, so the man, everyone, all the ladies. Yeah. Listening, and, I, the man. <laughs> and, and here's the other thing, too. Like, so my wife is born and raised in Cuba, lived there 15 years. So weddings to her was something that happened in a yard or, you know, somewhere in the open, very casual, not as formal. 
but when she came here, we went to weddings and we and we saw, you know, went to friends with it. She's like, oh, this is amazing. This is kind of what I want, you know, like. Poor thing. She's, yeah, such, she's so, the sweetest thing you guys would ever meet, too. She's like literally so sweet. <laughs> yeah. So we, we get engaged. And so right away, she's like, we need it. You know, I said, listen, here, you know, and especially in Miami, you got to lock down a venue and a church, yep. especially if you want to do the wedding in good weather. Cause yeah. like she was wanting to do a February wedding because it's, it's as good as you can get to not having a rainy day. And I said, even with that, an outdoor venue, if you, if you want to play the numbers, like, you know, so I said, let's look for it. And guess what guys, it rained on their wedding. Yes, it did. It yeah. did rain on our wedding. It was a sprinkle, yeah. but it definitely. I heard, I wasn't there for it, but I heard the cocktail party had to do some shifting and actually speaking yeah. of caterers, they had to do some moving around and it was, uh, but they, everything came out great. You know, everybody yeah. told me that they we were had like, to move everything around last minute. And, and it rained at my wedding too. And March is one of the lowest rain months of the year that the spring tends to be our lowest rain months. And it rained at yours. It rained at mine. They say it's good luck though. Here we are. Still we've been lucky yeah we've been lucky <laughs> but yes we had to do major shifts for your wedding um of course right before cocktail hour was supposed to start too it's not like it happened you know with time no it was like literally right before um and during i felt like everybody was really good at their job because you and uh brian because brian was really the other main hand on yeah on and brian site. is the owner of dade county food group which was his caterer i guess for our wedding we had you and your team and obviously him and his team and those were the hands on deck during so like if we had to move tables they're the ones that are going to help you and all that so the use he's another one that's eerily both of you are weirdly calm and i like i, I when i was going through the process of planning <laughs> like with, with you know and I, again I, my only objective i'm not one of these grooms that's like oh i want a white horse <laughs> No, you do. You were the one who told me you wanted a white horse. Oh, like, I, I want a white horse. No, no. I I'm, I actually just, all I cared about was making sure that Bia enjoyed the wedding. I really, you tell me, she tells me, no, she tells me to wear something. I want to wear it. Mm. I, I was only making the right, guys so sweet. <laughs> I was only negotiating price points here. That's all I was doing. I was only negotiating price points. I believe you might've tried to negotiate me and I am non-negotiable. That's true. But it was actually worth every it was worth every penny. Honestly, we talk about like, what would we not have spent money on? Like we talk about like, like napkins and things like that, that you get lost in the minutia and you're like, well, the food and the, the DJ and the wedding help was the 100% you have to don't, don't yeah. worry about the white horse. Yeah. Good. So, <laughs> so you're yeah. not one of those grooms you were saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm not one of those grooms. No, I actually, I was, um, I was just more about getting it right. And, and, and yeah. I, well, but like, you, were, you were really calm. Yeah, I'm, I'm always calm. And I think that's one of the things I think somebody else mentioned that to me. They're like, all your reviews say you're calm. I was like, I am calm. There's really nothing, you know, there's nothing I, I mean, right now, obviously 10 years in, there's really not, almost nothing I haven't seen. There really was almost nothing I haven't come across. And, and in my life, I am a problem solver. That's who I am. And so, you know, I can basically solve everything. And you know, todo tiene solución menos la muerte. That's like a thing we say in yeah, Spanish. Yeah. Everything can be resolved except for death. So let's figure it out. You know, Brian was very similar. And so yeah. I felt like even the guy that played the trumpet, we had a sa or saxophone. We had a saxophonist. <laughs> he could play in the rain. So this guy was just as good as everybody. Well, we, had him, we did. We had him under like the little cover ish area. And he was he was great. He was. And let me tell you, because some musicians are drama queens as well. So. 
No, yeah. So we had the venue booked. I mean, no, we we were looking at venues and we went to a few. I was on team get a venue that does it all. Mm -hmm. I I thought I was going to be planning everything. So I figured get a venue that includes everything. But when when we went to Douglas, uh, Bia fell in love with with the whole, I guess, the vibe, the heights, the vaulted ceilings, the stairway entrance, the classic, you know, the timeless uh, look that it had. And uh, we met with the guy and, you know, he told us we can book the venue, but it came bare bones. It came actually came with it includes rounds and table and chairs. So they actually included tables, but we ended up buying our own tables because of space. We had uh, space issues and we had to take advantage of. You didn't buy your tables, you rented tables, but yes, same thing. Money, okay. Money was spent on tables. Money was actually not. And I do not recommend this, nor do I ever. Enrique went with a standard size table, which if you know anything about table sizes, they're usually six or eight feet long and two and a half feet wide. Two and a half feet wide is not enough to put a centerpiece and two place settings on either side. So we usually for weddings rent one that's four foot, which is what we call a true royal or a king's table or a royal table, whatever you want to call it. So eight foot by four foot or six foot by anything that's four foot wide so we can fit everything. Enrique decided that they were going to have too many people to fit into their venue. So he physically went out there, guys, and measured his venue by hand. Okay. I bought Uh, the roller at Home Depot. I actually went. He physically went and drew it out, guys, drew it out. Um, I cannot describe When he told me he did that, I was like, oh, okay. And he actually, I have a portal system, which lets you put in your dimensions. How many did I do? You love that thing. Okay. That was like. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. It was like, uh, I compared it to like SimCity, you know, when you build your little city and like, I got to lay it all out. Yeah. The fun wore off when you had to pick who sat where. Yes, of course. Seating chart is always such a pain in the butt, yeah. every couple, but definitely something that you did. And, and it was great. I forgot our whole point about talking about, oh, so, no, so basically I'm telling you to not get those kinds of tables because they're too thin. And they literally had a meeting with the floors to make sure the centerpiece was going to be fit enough. They literally set it up in their house. Like they did everything to ensure that this was going to work because we were renting them, but because they were going to have too many people in this venue, like, and mind you, they had this already, this venue from before me, this was not me because I would have made sure that it would have been a venue. You told me that venue was very tight. So Douglas entrance advertises that they fit 250. I mean, without a dance floor and using that little side alcove area, maybe a hundred percent. But for a comfortable wedding with seated and a dance floor, it's yeah. a 150. And if you did it like me, 184, that extra 30 people actually taking those those two feet off of every table added like 17 feet in like overall. Either way, you're right, because we got rid of the what is that plate that goes under the plate? The charger plate. Mm-hmm. The charger plate. Yep. We had to get rid of the charger. It was tight in it. No flowers. So we did, they did very simple florals, which uh, they did a good job with that with the candles and the florals. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, when I was talking to the caterers, we also were going to have to have extra people if we waited versus buffet. So we went with, with a, like a buffet setup. Um, Like all these decisions, I remember booking the venue you know, telling Bia, like, we have the venue, we got the church. All right, check, check, check. We got the food. 
check. We got the DJ. And I didn't think about the wedding planner. No, Just you had me. photography too before you met with me. Somebody asked me along the way. I don't know who. Maybe it was the photographer. I don't know. Somebody asked me what accents I was going to have for the wedding. Like <laughs> accents. I was like, I don't know. What do you, what, first off, what is that? Like accent pieces, like furniture accents, like bilingual. What are we talking about? And somebody's like, no, like gold with hints of blacks, green with hints of yellows. And I'm like, what is that? What are you talking about? Accents, the theme. And I'm like, I don't even know. At that point, I, I I said, Hey, you know what? This is, this is not gonna, I like, there's, there's questions that I can't answer. And then there's just things that just, oh, and then how many, how many, four, I don't even know. It just started, the questions started getting outrageous and I just started getting frustrated and I have a day job that I just cannot worry about all the details of the wedding. So that's when I got you. Luckily, you knew my caterer. I did. I knew Uh, your caterer. I knew your venue. I knew your photographer. I knew your church. Yeah, I pretty much knew everything that you had for the most part. Like, and and that was also reassuring. It was like, oh, she's worked with these people before, so you know, this is a good this is a good working relationship. And then I remember sitting down with Brian and telling him like, hey, I want the food to be good. I I, I want it to be bueno, barato, bonito. Bueno, bonito y barato. Yeah. <laughs> and and Brian Brian told me, listen. In terms of price, yeah, you may get somebody better, but we're the best. And yeah. he he tells me I'm the best. Whatever. He he came out with a, you know somebody else is really confident, you know as as well. And if you know this in weddings, like the groom and the bride, most of the time they haven't done other weddings before, so you're you're very unstable in, in terms of like what to do next, how to go about it. So you need people that are really confident. You guys were so calm, like, just like, yeah, you were stupid calm. He, and he was very, yeah, I used to launch missiles for the government. I don't know. He did something. He used to, like, he was, like, something super complex. And I was like, now nah, I love food. Yeah, he's a brain. Yeah. I said, oh, man, this guy's great. You want to work with this guy? Yeah, he's, he's legit, for sure. Brian is, like, absolutely fantastic. He's very flexible, which I think a lot of my clients really love a lot, too. You know, and that has a lot to do with, like, picking the right caterer. It has to be someone who's flexible, who knows what they're doing, who yes, can remain calm. Like there's just, there's so much to it, but can we talk really quick about your mom and the bread plates? I don't know if you remember this. Okay. (laughs) So his mom guys, we do this like full walkthrough meeting, you know, she's like his, both moms were there. And if there's one thing that you hear me talk about on these podcasts is it is not my couples that are draining. It's the moms. The moms drain me and I'm trying to be even more calm now that I am a mom because I'm, I'm starting to understand because when my children get married, I mean, I'm going to be a psycho because not only am I the mom, I'm also a wedding planner. So I get it. Okay. I'm trying to understand. But like your mom particularly was asking as we all, as we know, a ton of questions and the most caught up one that she was on was, can she have bread and bread plates on the table? Now we just told you about this whole fiasco with the table size and what we had to do here so so i'll let you take over on this whole fiasco so my the the crazy thing about all of this is that this was the walkthrough so you're closer to the day of the wedding my mom had been very quiet the whole planning process like she had been super chill yeah oh she was like hey if if you want a little bit of help with some you know she would oh have you thought about this and she was just suggesting things and and uh, bia's mom was always super chill throughout the whole process 
But I don't know what it was. We get to the walkthrough. And I don't know what it is about weddings, too, because people get fixated on dumb things. Yep. Um, my mom got fixated with this idea that the whole thing was amazing. But how can you not have bread at the table, mm-hmm. waiting at waiting. the table, Yep. Mm-hmm. and no bread plate? You yep. know, a little bread plate. A little bread plate butter. that nobody really uses half the time. It just has your you butter put, on it. Right. Mind you, we stripped the charger. And, and granted, we would have done it had it, had we had the space, had we had, you know, again, I don't even do that often anymore. It's really, that's, that's such a formality for like my super, super, super formal weddings. My we mom's really super old school Colombian too. So like, they're very, you know, she's a very proper woman. And she's, she, again, my mom was throughout the whole process, super chill. But for some reason, the bread plate, she became fixated on that. Yep. And when my mom gets on something, it's like, and I'm, I remember, I remember you asking me, is there any way we can fit a bread plate? And I was like, absolutely not. Do not ask me again. about it. So then I just had to tell my mom there'll be a bread plate and the day of she's going to have to show up and be upset. That's what I did. I literally yeah. lied to my mom. I said, yeah, there'll be a bread plate. I already talked to a caterer. They'll make it happen. She showed up. There's a bread plate. So I'm like, oh, surprise. And that's it. And that ended that. Had you told me. <laughs> that I probably would have put a bread plate at just first place. <laughs> oh, I liked her. I said that there'll be a bread plate. Oh my god! So, you're so in your in her eyes, you're a four star uh, wedding planner, but yeah. she didn't write a review, so you're good. I'm good. Okay, thank God. Because <laughs> you didn't. Because because I told you to get bread plates, and you didn't. Oh, you blamed on me. Oh, that's not nice. That's what I said. I I literally told them, like, I got the bread plates. Don't worry. And then when we got it, I guess they forgot. Don't worry about it. The music. Look at the vibe. Look at the I vibe. I guess they forgot. They means Jessica. Jesus, I don't or even Brian, know. Or Brian. Or Brian. Both of you forgot. Or I, I never told anybody. Company. There could have been other people. I could still have my five stars, sir. I got to see my mom every day. You don't. So. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully she's not telling people that I forget bread plates out there as she goes through things. No, no, no. Actually, she, she, um, her and my father actually still talk very highly. And oh, and she did it pregnant with twins, not <laughs> one, two babies. She did the whole wedding. Yeah. I, I remember, oh, well, your dad is super sweet. He came, gave me so many hugs at the end. He was such a sweet man. My dad and I, had I, I remember when I finally sat down at your wedding, I was like, I remember texting my husband and saying, all right, I should probably sit more at weddings. Like, no, yeah, you were hustling. And my dad had a slip. My dad took a fall. He did. He did. Because there was a little in the Douglas, the way that they have it, they have like this little extra area where we ended up putting the buffet and all that jazz. And there were like little dips and things like that. We also had the elevator break at Douglas. I don't know if you remember that one. Did Um, it? Yep, we did. The elevator broke. Um, Nettie's actually, your floral team got stuck in there. Um, But it's okay. They're alive. Everyone's fine. (laughs) Right away. It's an old building. I don't even, so that, look, that goes to show you know like i didn't get wind of these things yeah uh it was also so windy this was before the rain it was so windy that all the things that we set up outside for your cocktail hour completely blew away yeah so there, there's always but, the, but you see that's what i tell people i'm like nothing goes 100 percent perfect you know like it's, it's just never like that but the purpose of having a good team not just the wedding planner but a good caterer a good everything good musicians good good every single vendor if you if you can focus on getting the right people your day is going to go absolutely amazing because one not only do we know what we're doing two we do this all the time and that that's where the trust really needs to come in no you know what else was really cool with um 
Well, you as well. I mean, with you, you're providing a service. So at the end of the day, we're paying for a service. But with food, um, you know, there's a there's a very clear cost. Mm -hmm. And I what I did also, honestly, what really sold me with Brian, aside from him having a very cool background in in a in like aerospace engineer, I don't know what yeah. he did, like <laughs> military it. defense. I don't know, whatever. He probably still does it. He probably like goes dark and then works on whatever. But he um, he he was very transparent um, with costs. So one of the things that like was a decision that we had to make was whether we went weighted uh, weighted staff or we did buffet. And I was like, oh, weighted staff has got to be the less expensive option because you have less because you can control the food that goes on a plate. And you just give each person a you know, the, but that's not the reality. Weighted staff is more expensive because of the people. Cause you need three times the people. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that's what and people Brian was very clear that not just catering, but florals, rentals, what costs money is the labor. It's not the actual material things, you know, uh, for me, yes, it's a service, but even that day, I usually have people add on extra hands because without extra hands, there's just no way to complete you know, for your, especially your wedding with the three locations, when you have a hotel, you're getting ready at a church that we're doing a ceremony at, and then a reception, there's just no possible way, even if they're within the same range, which yours were that I can be in three locations at once. Yeah, no, that was another no brainer. Cause you had suggested, Hey, you got three different venues. I recommend a person per venue. And at the time I was like, I hired you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're the one person you're like, I can't be at three places at once. And and actually I made that decision just on trust. Like, okay, you know what? She's done it more than I have. I'll just, I'll do it. And you know, you make, sometimes you make those decisions, uh, you know, you give and take, like, I'll, you know, I'm not paying for charger plates or more florals. So I'm like, yeah. you know, let's, let's do this. You know, you, you, you go into it and, and you just say, you know, I'm going to move forward with this. And it was actually a good call because with the, the rain logistic issue, you had people to help out. So it wasn't, people wouldn't get there and be, have a mess on their hands. Yeah, it's, it, it's just impossible. You know, and, and again, it's, you have to take certain things from professionals because again, we do it all the time. And we take a doctor's recommendation for different things. That's why you that's why you go to that doctor. You, you take your wedding planner's advice on certain things. You take your photographers. All of those are things because we know and we see it all the time, right? That's why you hire someone for, for a service. So. I agree, but we ran out of time. But thank you so much for talking to me about picking the right caterer 101. I'm so happy that we got to chat about this one today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. All right, lady. Thank you so much. We'll talk on the next episode. See you. Thank you as always for your love and support the brief three podcast wouldn't be anything without you make sure if you haven't already please subscribe and review the podcast and make sure to look me up on instagram at ebj events or canal.twins to stay up to date on upcoming special events and exciting announcements i might have see you on the next one <laughs>